Elevator Pitch presents Dead Giveaway, written by Anne C. Hi, Murderate City was a hell of a town once you got the stomach for it. It was the beaten heart of the state. A million little blood cells squirming in and out of its clogged ventricle highways with a daily commute. When one of those blood cells dropped dead, it became my business. The name's A. Shepherd, Private Eye. November hung in the air like the smoke, thick and low and choking, and it brought a few weeks of hazy rainstorms with it. It was a tense kind of atmosphere. The hazy gray sky held rain like a ransom. It was the kind of weather that made you feel like Caesar, only a couple seconds from becoming a knife block at all times. That didn't mean it wasn't the kind of weather that made me need a drink, even if I knew better than that. I had already brushed my teeth. <sighs> what the hell? Little plaque never killed anybody.
so Trouble had a name, and it was Miss Katrina Dauphine. Emphasis on the miss, of course. Had never seen a widow so proud to wear it. The blood red of her nails matched her fancy little morning hat a little too well, but I brushed it off. Just because a lady's got a hell of a manicure doesn't make her any more of a killer than you or me. So when'd you find your husband, Miss Dauphine? About an hour ago. Describe the scene. Oh, detective, it was horrible. He was sitting on the couch taking his evening drink and losing it solitaire like he did every day, and oh, the next thing I knew, he was dead. Was there anybody else in the house? My incredibly attractive personal tennis coach, Red Herring, but he was all the way on the other side of the mansion. Did your husband have any enemies? Far too many to count, I'm afraid. And why was that? He was an insult comic detective. I see. And not a very good one. And uh, what was the rest of the scene like? I didn't see too much of it. You see, I was in the other room polishing my gun when I had this terrible sensation that something was wrong and I should come to check on him. That sounds terrible, ma'am. I'm gonna go to the crime scene as soon as we get your case checked out with my secretary and I'll be damned if I'm not taking you with me. You don't mean you suspect me, do you? Oh, well, I can't. Oh, but detective, please. I've come to you on my knees. You're the only one who can help me. Just don't tear your stockings while you're down there. This carpet's a menace. Hyperbole, my dear detective. Never heard of her. Deb! What, Mr. Shepherd? I'm heading out. You better not let any lost optometrist patients in again while I'm gone. Mr. Shepherd? But, boss, when it's raining like this, you just gotta feel bad for them. And they'll probably be cleaning their glasses too bad to even tell them we're not that kind of eye business. Whatever, just keep the front door shut. Miss Dauphine, I didn't mean to distress you. If it's any difference at all, why don't I get your coat for you? My, my, detective, it seems you're quite the gentleman. Eh, don't get too used to it. There was something about it that rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't know if it was a life insurance policies or the smell of arsenic on her hands, but something there just wasn't quite right. It was probably just a perfume getting to my head. It was the kind of smell that holds your breath for ransom. I think that ought to be some kind of crime, because if I've learned anything as a private eye, it's that triggering your asthma when on a case is never good. Oh, it's so horrible, detective. You must hold me. Whatever the lady requests. Are you done? Yes. I'm no gambling man, but this looks like a hell of a game of cards. He wasn't either. My dearest Dave lived a good, clean life, free of any vice except for that bitch Jan from my yoga class. You said he died while playing solitaire, right? I assume so, detective. These are Uno cards. He was very bad at solitaire. Well, 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 would you look at what the cat dragged in? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. There he was, taking up the doorway the way your weekly crossword puzzle takes up the back of a newspaper and smushes all the crime reports down into the corners. Police Captain Barry D. Evidence. Big and blocky, with an even bigger, blockier mustache who looked like a smeared chunk of black squares in the middle of the puzzle. He wasn't a sight for sore eyes, but he was my former boss. I haven't kidded anybody in 25 years, Shepard. That explains why your four-year-old looks a little like your wife and a lot like your neighbor. Shut up. It's the mustache that does it and you know it. Once he's old enough to sprout a couple whiskers, he's gonna look just like his old man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Captain Evidence. It is Captain Evidence, correct? Might I ask why you've returned to the crime scene? I thought you and the other officers had it thoroughly cased it. Well, ma'am, a little birdie told me that the good detective was on his way to the scene. Ugh, Deb. She gets 
bored, Shepard. Can't blame a lady. The point is, she also caught me in a good mood. Oh, and why am I supposed to believe you? Because you ain't gonna find much here. We looked the scene over already and it's looking pretty sparse. I just wanted to give you a heads up that you've got about an hour or two to look everything over for yourself before my boys come and take it to the corners. I might just give it a look. Which coroner? The one about, I don't know, Molotov cocktails throw away. Maybe a little more, if you have good arms. Maybe not the best, but if you play tennis or something, you could probably- Oh, know. how fascinating, Captain Evidence. You're quite the fascinating woman yourself, Miss Dauphine. The kind of mystery I might want to unravel over dinner sometime. Oh, why, detective. <laughs> that damned thing makes it so very difficult to speak. Point is, you're on a time crunch. And you've got 48 hours to solve the case. Wait, what? You've got ears, Shepard. Use it for once in your life. You're not even my boss. Why? Budget. Who's budget? See you when I see you, Shepard. Oh, goddamn. Ugh, never mind. Oh, Detective, isn't there anything I can do to help with the case in such a short window of time? <sighs> I... Well, I'll be damned. I need a drink. Well then, aren't you the lucky gentleman? I just happen to keep a fully stocked bar over here right next to my collection of poisons. Want me to fix you something? That doesn't sound half bad. Of course, Detective Shepard. Say, why do you keep a bar in your solitaire room? Dave never did like to walk very far. The scene was a strange one, I have to admit. Mr. Dave Cooper was dead, face down in a deck of cards, with one hand still in a glass of motor oil. It was probably whiskey, but I didn't particularly feel like testing my luck again. <gasps> Damn it! What's that, sweetheart? Aha! Uh -huh. Detective, I found the smoking gun. Where is it? Think fast. Oof! Oh, Detective, this is just so much, I think I might faint. Well, hello there, Miss Dauphine. Are you feeling fine? A little breathless, though I'm sure that's not from the gun. Just inhale, ma'am. You'll be all right. I'm far too worried about my former husband. Please, won't you tell me what you've learned from the scene? For no particular reason. Well, it doesn't look like a suicide. I haven't checked his drink, but... Oh no, it appears my foot collided with the glass midway through fainting once again. How terribly tragic. I'm sure that could have been quite damning evidence. Well, I'm sure it could have been. If you keep all this fainting up, I'm going to have to ask the coroner to bring a second stretcher when he comes around. That's not funny, you cad. I'm in quite the delicate state. I've had a horrible, horrible day, Detective Shepard, but... Call me Ace, Miss Delphine. If you would let me finish, Ace, I would have told you how strangely wonderful I feel in spite of it all. Strange? Seems I can't help but feel the same way. Oh, kiss me, detective. Right here, right now, right over my husband's dead body. You know my weaknesses, Miss Dauphine. I can't ever say no to a pretty face. Oh, drat! Christ, are you alright? I've slipped on all this wretched glass. It looks to me like you won't be getting this evidence out of my most form-fitting morning dress anytime soon. How tragic. That doesn't answer my question, Miss Dauphine. Why don't I finish fixing you that drink? Whatever suits you best, ma'am. Nothing like indulging your second favorite vice at a crime scene. And the first? Bringing my flat-earther college roommate Sean to Thanksgiving and trying to convince my family we eloped. Oh, detective, you can't. What's your poison, then? Orange juice. I like a drink that burns. A glass on the house, if you will. Say, the bottom of this glass is all burned out, like it had some kind of deadly acid poured in it. Drat. 
Hell of a way to make a bracelet, if you ask me. Oh, quite so. I'll pour you another, then. Now this is just belladonna with some water in it. Oh, silly me. Now this is orange juice. You must know that complicated orders can take a few tries. It's the spot. It sure as hell the only thing about this entire damn room that makes sense. If that's the case, why don't we leave? Please, Detective, I don't think I could stand being alone at such a time like this. She was playing me for a fool, but it had been so long since a pretty face had played me at anything more than Monopoly. Never went out with that woman again. So I decided to humor her. A part of her was right anyway. Almost two decades on the force, and to this day, sitting around bodies was the kind of thing that gave my heebies jeebies. Well, I don't think I could let a lady such as yourself stay in such a state. Why don't you come back to my office while the coroner's take care of your husband's body? Ex-husband, Detective Shepard. That's ace to you, doll. Maybe once we get out of here. <sighs> what an ordeal this has all been. There must be something I can I'm do. I'm just so cold, that's all. Is that any better for you, doll? Am I giving me your coat already? I hadn't thought you so forward. Yeah, speaking of forward, boss, I keep getting all these letters from some Nigerian prince guy, and he seems real nice, so I hate to cut it off, but golly, I know he's a prince and all that, but there's no way postage all the way to America inexpensive and... Deb. What? Can we... Can we have a conversation alone? Oh, sure, Mr. Ace. Now you, lady, scram. I beg your pardon. No, Deb, no. You can go home for the night. I'll pay you the full day, just... Oh. Oh. Alrighty, boss. See you tomorrow. God damn it. What in the hell was that? A door, Miss Dauphine. I'll get your eyes again. Not very good if I ever found a cat like you attractive. Excuse me. Don't change the subject. Who was she? Who? Don't play dumb. The blonde. What did she call you, boss? What kind of sick bastard are you anyway? You mean my secretary? Whatever you call her. Yeah, she does my filing and wastes my post money on Nigerian princes. She's got nothing on you, doll. I don't think I deserved that one. Hush, detective. It builds romantic tension. <laughs> Darling, I might as well arrest you right here and now. Detective, I can explain. For stealing my heart. We make quite the pretty picture, it seems. The detective and the thief. It's a bit early to be moving on, Miss Dauphine. This day has lasted years already, Detective. I'm hardly the same woman I was when I killed my husband a few hours ago. There was something off about it. Something I just couldn't place. I knew better than to throw away a hunch, but I couldn't be sure if it was the murder confession that put me off, or if it was just the smell of a perfume getting to my head. I hope I'm not rushing you. I would forgive you if you killed me right here and right now. Will you forgive me for this? Lips like one soft fabric. Skin like another soft fabric. I failed my sewing exam in home act. It was the kind of kiss that left you breathless. Though that could have just been my asthma acting up again. 
the kind of kiss that made your heart race and race and drop dead at the finish line. But that little gasp she made when we broke apart made me willing to do it all over again in a heartbeat. <laughs> that kiss was something else. Smelled like a perfume, felt like heaven, tasted like mouth. I don't think I've ever experienced anything quite like it. Hi. <laughs> I think I smell something burning. Oh, oh, I think it's my heart. You're beautiful, Miss Dauphine. That's Katrina to you, Detective. And I thought you were calling me Ace, Miss Dauphine. Oh, Ace, I don't know if you've set me on fire or if that's just the burning building a block away. Well, Miss Dauphine, I do believe the coroner's office is on fire. What? You mean the locale where they're keeping my husband's body and any information regarding his autopsy? The very shame. Oh no! Whatever will we do about the crucial information that shows exactly what happened to my husband? And on such an arbitrary deadline? This in no way conveniences me, Detective. I'm so very distressed. Don't you go fainting on me again. We've got a pile of ashes to inspect. <laughs> Looks like you fellows had one hell of a cookout. No thanks to you, we got the perp. That felt like unnecessary aggression on the part of the police to hammer home the point that the detective protagonist is the best possible source of justice for the crime at hand, and therefore excuse either all or most of the detective's actions of dubious morality or legality. Hit the nail on the head again, you dirty former cop, you. Here comes Mr. Molotov himself. Get your hands off me. <gasps> Oh, please don't faint. Oh, heavens, my incredibly attractive personal tennis coach, Rhett Herring, who was present at the time of my husband's death and who I certainly have never had an affair. Detective, you don't think this means... I know exactly what it means. And whatever could that be? That he was lighting a cigarette with the flamethrower and missed. Are you kidding me? That... Exactly, Detective. It was a total accident, a tragic mistake, another misstep on the choreographed dance of tragedy that had permeated this entire day. Katrina, shh, or am I just... What? Nothing, dear. Take him away, boys. Do we know for certain it was awesome? Well, in my opinion, if it looks like awesome and it smells like awesome, I put two and two together. But with a good enough lawyer, this could be an accident. What's the damage look like? Burns, mostly. Mostly? Well, yeah, there's a scorch or two thrown in there for fun. What about the morgue? It's completely destroyed. Smells like a barbecue. Looks like a barbecue. I don't think I want to know what kind of barbecues you're going to. Detective, Captain, that doesn't mean my husband's body was entirely destroyed, does it? I hate to break it to you, Miss Dauphine, but I think that's exactly what it means. Oh, Detective, what a travesty! Don't you go worrying about it now. We still have the crime scene to look at. There's more evidence left than just the body. Are you sure the case isn't just going to go cold and whoever may or may not have done it will just walk away free with her life insurance money and a new man wrapped around her finger? Hypothetically, of course. Oh, I'm not giving up on you just yet, Miss Dauphine. Oh, Detective, I thought I told you to call me Katrina. Well then, Miss Katrina, I don't think I could drop this case if I wanted to. She had me in a snare and I knew it. I was trapped in a prison of cold eyes and that damned perfume. And it was going to take one hell of a spoon to dig my way out of here. Or an officer with no patience for third wheeling. Look, I love love. I love that you two are just oozing it like some kind of snail. But jeezy crazy, this is a crime scene. A face like yours should be a crime, Miss Dauphine. Why, detective? I hate you people. I'm getting out of here before I see something that's going to scar me for real. Oh, Detective, I can't tell if it's my smoldering passion or the burning building full of corpses, but it's almost...
are certainly still flames here. And despite it all, I'm quite cold, aren't you? The building's still on fire, Miss Dauphine. Why don't we go someplace warmer, then? Miss Dauphine, I do believe that's a quick and easy way to get dead. Don't get smart with me. I'll be as smart as I want to be. That's the only way your husband's murder is getting solved. Oh, damn my ex-husband. The way this case is going, he might be headed in that direction already. Really? Katrina, I'm going to have to be honest with you. This isn't any open and shut case we're dealing with. I'd suspect Red Herring, but she said he wasn't even on the same side of the house as your husband. And what's the funny look for? You used my name. Did I? I like the way you say my name. It almost feels like... Sharing a secret. Oh, does it now? I was Mrs. Cooper for so long. It's oddly freeing to be called Katrina again, though I can't say I entirely miss Mrs. Dauphin. Well then, I suppose I'll just have to bounce between the two. I'd like that very much, Detective. Call me Ace Doll, all this detective nonsense feels like it just using me to prove you didn't kill your husband or something. That's awfully presumptuous of you, Ace. I like the way you say my name, Miss Dauphine. It almost feels like sharing a secret. What would you say to sharing a few drinks instead? An honest man like you must have a bottle or two sitting around his desk. And a pair of glasses. More than one, hmm? No, I'm nearsighted, but I don't always prefer contacts. Ahem. <clears throat> for drinking, detective. I've got those two. One for me and one for any mysterious madam who waltzes through my door. And how often does a thing like that happen? Oh, this is a detective drama, twice a week minimum. I hate to break it to you, but I am a terribly impatient woman. If you aren't inviting me inside for a drink, I have evidence to be tampering with. Uh, look, this is embarrassing. Whatever could possibly be so embarrassing that's barring me from your office? I've got acid reflux, something awful, and my dentist says I should avoid drinks right before bed. And I've already brushed my teeth for the night anyway. I'll be seeing you tomorrow, then. I think you left an excuse for me to go back to your office when you were in my living room. That sounds nice. I'll see you in the morning, Miss Dauphine. Katrina. I suppose I'll see you then. Well, I'll be damned. Left my monologue in my other coat. Mr. Shepard. Mm-hmm. You remember what happened to the carpet last time you paced for 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. It wasn't good, Mr. Shepard. Mm-hmm. We nearly lost the office, Mr. Shepard. Mm-hmm. <sighs> At least sit down the motor oil. Something's just not right here. The client left me the motor oil. What was his name again? Dave something, I think. And what'd he hire us for? I think he said... He said he thought his wife was going to kill him. Why the hell would he think something like that? You should probably ask your ex-wife the same question, boss. Oh, hey! Look, I'll forget about the motor oil so long as you don't spill it again. That's the second easiest way to keep the customers away. What's the first? Saying they can sell your knives so long as they recruit ten of their friends. Right. I'll set it down, then. Good, good. Can't have you losing my job for me. If you quit getting clients, I quit getting to type stuff. Whatever you say, Deb. Hey, that's Miss Deb to you, buddy. Sure, Miss Deb. How come whenever that Katrina lady comes, it's always Miss Daphne this and Miss Dolphin that? But you ain't never got time to give your secretary the same common courtesy. 
Deb, I've known you for 15... Speak of the devil. Doors unlocked, you can come right in. Hey, lady! Oh, detective, I couldn't bear another moment in your absence. What's the matter, doll? Detective, there's no hope for solving my husband's murder anymore. Now, why would you say a thing like that? <sighs> Watch a cigarette. Hold it. It's fine. It's fine. Good for the ambiance. Bad for the paper. <sighs> I'll add that to your tab, ma'am. Now, Katrina, I think I ought to hear why on earth you'd ever go around saying something half as silly as that. We've barely used 12 hours of a 48. I'm not a fool enough to be an optimist, but I've solved cases with worse odds than this one. Don't you see, Detective? No body, no autopsy, hardly any evidence to speak of. It's a lost cause, a tragedy, a disaster. Oh, you've worked yourself into quite the fit now, haven't you? I don't see how I'll ever be happy in a town like High Murder Eight City ever again. That's quite the declaration. You hate this town too, don't you, Ace? Tell me there isn't a part of you that doesn't want to just run away forever. Damn this city and its plague of wealthy women murdering their idiot libertarian husbands. Why can't you just be happy somewhere else? With someone else. Oh, Katrina. Run away with me, detective. We can have a life together. Just you and me and my heaping mountain of life insurance money. You know I can't leave. I'm a private eye with heavily implied but never discussed mental health issues who uses murder instead of therapy to bolster my self-worth. I couldn't pry myself from this place if I wanted to. Damn it, Ace. I thought what we had mattered. If you'll excuse me, Miss Dauphine, I have a murder to solve. You bastard! Oh! I'm sorry I was short with you. Maybe I can make it up over drinks sometime. Why don't you make it up over drinks right now? It's eleven o'clock. On a Tuesday. I thought you liked to live dangerously, detective. Whiskey, hmm? Something like that. Thought I'd pegged you as a liquor man. What's in the flask? <coughs> Flour! And what's... What's... What's in my glass, if you don't mind me asking? Whiskey, I think. A man of class, I see. I don't really care what it is, so long as it burns on the way down. I'm beginning to see that now. Yep. Don't think you can ignore my proposition forever, detective. I'm still going to try to convince you to run away with me. I can hand you the stars on a silver platter. I knew she was trying to press my buttons, running me around in circles until I was all wrapped around her little finger. There was just one problem with that. I wasn't very flexible. So, what do you say, Ace? Have I convinced you with my feminine wiles? I've never been a man of words, Miss Dauphine. Yes, then. Why don't we finish our drinks before we ride off into the sunset? Detective, how dare What's you! What's the matter? This is motor oil. And how do you know what motor oil tastes like? Whatever could you be suggesting? I knew there was something twisted about you, Mrs. Cooper. I just couldn't lay my finger on it. You can't prove anything. Plenty of people know what motor oil tastes like. Plenty of people building up an immunity so they can poison their husbands, set out a deck of the wrong cards, and play dumb, maybe. Detective! Don't you detective me! I'll detective you as much as I damn well like! Oh, I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have wasted a kiss on you. How long have you known? Since you confessed to his murder last night. I have to say, I didn't think that would have tipped you off. I'm rather impressed. A good detective prides himself on his perception. We would have made a good team, you and I. I wouldn't know. I have a 
been murdered in the insult comics. So what? Are you just going to cart me away now? Unless you plan on crawling out that broken window anytime soon, it sounds like you've hit the nail on the head. So this really is the end for the two of us? Hell of a deduction, but I wouldn't mind sharing one last drink before I called the boys in blue to take you away. Flask? I'm not partial to flour. Second flask? I don't see why not. And joke's on you. I've been building up an immunity to motor oil for 15 years. If you so much as look at that phone, only one of us leaves this room alive. Did you just stick your finger in the barrel? No, I just thought it looked like a comfortable hand rest. You won't get away with this. Cameras, Miss Dauphine. Maybe they didn't catch your confession, but they caught you pulling a gun on me clear as day. Deb, call the cops. On it. No, this can't be the end. I'm supposed to get away with all of this. Maybe you still can if you can convince me to run away with you in the next two minutes. About that. Is there a problem? Well, I did have a whole speech. Oh, well, did it walk off when I wasn't looking? I assume you'd shoot me if I reached for one of my pockets. I would. Well, I left it in there. I see the issue. So you wouldn't mind if I just... <gasps> Detective! Well, was I not supposed to shoot you? I thought... I thought you had assumed correctly. My villain monologue. Ruined. Oh, I hardly graced you, Miss Dauphine. You sick bastard. I'll... Oh. And how was I supposed to know you weren't reaching for a second gun? I knew better than to trust your feminine wiles. I was, but it's of no matter. Is this the murderer? Are you the only goddamn cop in this whole city? They keep quitting to become depressed private eyes. It's a tough industry. Perp threatened me with a weapon and has a full confession written in a pocket. Isn't that right, Mrs. Cooper? You'll be sorry you ever crossed me. Already am. Get up. I I'm bleeding. It builds character. Profusely. You know what they say, what doesn't kill you. Maimed and severely injures you. Something like that. Up you get. Oh, I won't let you get away with this. How dare you manhandle me in such a way. I am an heiress to an incredible fortune. It was hard to watch you go. Rain kept getting in my eyes from the window she broke, and I was still kind of choking from... <clears throat> I was still kind of choking from the flower. So it's safe to say it wasn't a good vision day to begin with. <laughs> Just another day in high murder white city. The sounds of sirens in your ears and the smell of heartbreak in your nose and the taste of motor oil in your lips. It was the kind of thing you could get used to after a while. But maybe a part of me didn't want to get used to it. I wanted to just take my lumps and move on. Be the bigger person. Maybe someday I'd learn my lesson. Detective, come quick! My wealthy husband, 50 years my senior, has been found murdered! But then again, maybe not. This episode of Elevator Pitch was called Dead Giveaway and was performed by the following people. Evan S. as Detective Shepard, Ray F. as Katrina, B. F. as Deb, Kit A. as Captain Evidence, Jeanette C. as Rhett Herring, and Anne C. as Femme Fatale No. 2. The Sax Riff was played by Brian Kuhn. Episode art by Eleven Star. Dead Giveaway was written by Anne C., edited by Lily F., and produced by Ray F. If you liked this episode, consider following our Twitter account at ElevatorPitchP or our TikTok at ElevatorPitchP for updates on future episodes, bloopers, commentary tracks, and more. 
Elevator Pitch is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Thank you for listening.